Jesus' prayer is that uh, let them be one like we are one. So that's John 17. But now as we walk together, we begin to have a heart for the First Nation people in the States. Mm-hmm. And because they, they have a tremendous need and we feel if we could help the First Nation here, we can help healing this land. Welcome to the Free From Wall Street podcast, where we share how we have done over $200 million in real estate deals to create, preserve, and pass on generational wealth without the roller coaster ride of the stock market. If you're ready to start investing with purpose, visit freefromwallstreet.com. But for now, let's dive into this episode. Welcome back to the Free From Wall Street podcast. This is your host, Stephen Libman, and I'm here today with Fred and Malika Shu. We're doing an investor nonprofit spotlight, and we just want to talk to you guys a little bit about what amazing things Fred and Malika have been involved in over time. So thanks so much for being with me. I know that it's 1030 at night in Taipei (laughs) across the world. So it's morning time here on the East Coast. I really appreciate you guys staying up late to chat with me a little bit tonight. Okay. Great. Well, we, you know, I think it's a great opportunity, yeah, for us to share. Yeah, so tell us a little bit about, so Kingdom Alive is the name of the nonprofit. They are partnered with us on a couple of projects, but specifically a 66 unit project in Columbus, Ohio. And as we are repositioning this asset and making a good place to live for the 66 families that live at this place, a part of this building is going to also help create some funding for your nonprofit that you run, Kingdom Alive. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, Kingdom Alive is a a Christian group that will network with other churches. In the past, we focused on our own church. But now we realize that God's heart is for the kingdom and kingdom is his family. So actually we network with a lot of other churches and we want to relate to each other and we want to advance his kingdom. That's why we call it kingdom alive. So it's interesting because I think, you know, if you're not involved in the church world, maybe you don't know this, but not every church has the exact same thought processes and teachings and understanding, right? So what I love about what Kingdom Alive is about is really taking the gospel message that we are all brothers and sisters in him and saying, regardless of these slight differences in theology, we need to come Mm -hmm. together and really reach across to each other and and help build the kingdom first. Yes, because he is our father and we are his children. So we learn to love one another, not only to love him, but love one another. And uh, so we are all living stones, but living stone put together to become his dwelling place. So Father God is not only visiting us, but he will dwell in us, among us. So I think, and that loving family will reflect the reality of kingdom. And so the world will know that 
we are his disciples and he is in the midst of us. I think in the past we focus on our own, but now as we grow mature, we know we should just focus on each individual churches or each individual ministries, but really together. And what a timely message that, you know, God has put on your heart now in a world right now that is so divided. How much more now does the church need to come together and show unity with each other, but also with the outside world? Right. That's true. So in the past, I think ever since 2009, uh, we have really shifted, you know, slowly to focus more on the kingdom and to fulfill John 17. And it really has not only changed our ministry, but really changed our us individually too, mm. and as we really involved in this journey. And so what are you guys working on currently? How, what does that look like? You know, just focusing on other churches and bringing them together. You know, what's that looking like? I think uh, in the, I think it's focused on not only ministries or what we do, but our being is more important than our doing. So we are human being first and then doing. So being together and uh, please the Lord, then when we are together with one heart, then whatever God wants us to do, we can do it together as a family. Okay, so I will add to that is that we have networking with many churches in the East Coast primarily and, you know, start with prayer. Okay, so like every week we have prayer that we call, it's called fire wall <laughs> to build up, you know, prayers and, and connect each prayer towers and so, or prayer centers and you become like a wall. We started doing that. And then also you know, now, especially after the pandemic, we have for the, I don't know how many months, every night. These leaders and, you know, intercessors, we just spend about two hours per night and then worshiping, share our hearts, and then pray into whatever the Lord showed us to pray for. for so were time. you guys doing this through like a Zoom meeting like this? Mm-hmm. And wow. this is already 23rd week. Mm-hmm. From Monday to Friday, every night. 9 o'clock to about 10.30. And people, not only East Coast, originally it's East Coast, but now <laughs> even uh, New, o- New Zealand or other states, Hawaii, uh, Hawaii China, and even China and so forth, people join us. Yes. And wow. uh, we just chat, we just share and pray and worship. And so... And ministry comes from, I think this is the best way, ministry comes from relationship. Yeah. Absolutely. And with each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and the focus is, is God. It's not our vision. Actually, uh, we, we don't have to initiate too much. But when, when God initiates and we respond, and because of the relationship, we can naturally respond with one heart. I think that's really best. Yeah, I think that's a big deal because, I mean, yeah. what you're doing is dedicating time every day. 
and saying, mm-hmm. you know, right. we're going to focus on and open the door to heaven and see what yes. heaven yes. wants us to do. Exactly. <laughs> With Amen. a bunch of like-minded people. Yes. Like-minded, yes. All yes. reaching yeah. for the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, Jesus' prayer is that uh, let them be one, like we are one. So that's John 17. And then together, the money-wise, because of all this networking, we don't spend money. We, but now, as we walk together, we begin to have a heart for the First Nation people in the States. Mm-hmm. And because they, they have a tremendous need, and we feel that we, if we could help the First Nation here, we can help healing this land. Explain and, to me uh, the, the First Nation. The American Indians. The indigenous population. The indigenous. Okay. Sure. It's yes. about 570 nations. nations and in, within the United States. Right. They are called the, uh, the nation, but they are basically different tribal uh, tribes of the in, indigenous uh, in this country. And something that I heard, and you probably know better than I, but that indigenous people group is plagued by alcohol abuse, drug use, a um, lot of them, yes. abuse, yes. things and, that uh, I didn't realize were going on. And a lot of suicidal cases everywhere. Yeah. And uh, because of the past hurt, I think, and uh, we, we want to help them and also bring this family concept to them so that the tribes can really begin to walk together, love one another, mm. and become one. And that's very important, and uh, bring the healing to the tribes. And uh, so money-wise, then we invest money. We, we let people know their needs and so forth. Yeah. And you've seen this firsthand work in other countries, haven't you? Oh, yeah. So yeah. tell us a little bit about that. Okay, a couple of years ago, uh, you know, started in Taiwan, and uh, we have about 16 tribes in Taiwan alone, different tribal uh, tribes, and that's the First Nation people. And, uh, you know, I think it started with recognizing them as the, the first form of the land, and also that, like, they are the, el- you know, older brother, okay, and felt so the church began to realize, you know, we have a responsibility to really honor them and to help them to know who they truly are. Mm. And so the church leaders begin to reach out. I mean, this is not the first time, but I think it's because of we already have this concept of uh, the kingdom. And then some leaders begin, and I happen to be in Taiwan at the time, so I participate in it. And I saw over the years how the First Nation in Taiwan had like a couple of things happen to them. Number one, they really found that, yes, even though in the history they have suffered tremendously, but they found out how God valued them. And they found out they have a voice inside of them. There are people very gifted in like singing, dancing, worshiping, and so those gifts, you know, was really uh, 
like able to develop, okay? And then, and so we saw not only that, once they, are, they know who they are, they begin to reach out to other tribes and begin to reconcile with each other. So they bring a lot of healing uh, among themselves also. And so we said, wow, this is amazing, you know? So, mm. and not, at the same time, I think different Asian nations like in Malaysia and even uh, in Philippines, they begin to catch on this, this idea or this concept. And they begin to, you know, reach out to the First Nation people because mm. especially in Malaysia, Malaysia has like over 200. I mean, there are many, many more tribes. Not only that, all the uh, Malaysian, if you were born uh, like uh, as their uh, First Nation, automatically government will put on your ID card that you are Muslim, okay? So for them to become Christian, they have to risk their life. But over time, God just, you know, reach out to them. So when we see all this happen, we say, yes, America also needs that because, you know, yeah. we have a big population of the First Nation. Yeah, and reconciliation is the Father's language. So it's okay. amazing to be able to see in different mm-hmm. nations it taking place and then the heart to, to reach out here. My family and I were just in, um, we went down to Williamsburg for oh. a couple of days mm-hmm. and we spent some time in Yorktown and Jamestown mm-hmm. and they have a, um, a wonderful museum there that speaks to the settlers that came into Jamestown and the indigenous peoples mm-hmm. that were there. And it's interesting because I think, you know, a lot of people in America don't know history very well, right? They think we came in, we had some turkey and Thanksgiving and (laughs) it was good, right? But it was brutal, actually, the settlers that came in. And but what I did love to watch was that there was Africans that came over, there was white settlers that came over, and they worked hand in hand with the indigenous people for a long time. And it it was it kind of progressed into um, mm-hmm. some wars and things, but understanding the history of that was really cool to see. And I got to do it with my kids, and it was interesting because you know you hear the story of Pocahontas, but Pocahontas's grandfather was a part of this uh, trade and settlement, and they got along initially with the settlers, and then it wasn't until some things took place where we you know, where the settlers were now warring against the indigenous people. And, you know, so there's deep seated long-term hurt and, you know, reconciliation that needs to come from those things. And it's amazing to see how American history and the gospel message start to collide when you look at those and say, this is an important thing that we need to talk about. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, also, actually, those uh, in history, those people who hurt them were the churches. Right. Yeah. Yep. I'll, actually, there's I'll a Jamestown put- settlement with, <laughs> the, with the church in the little governor's area, right? And, right. Right. And this kind of forced religion yeah. on the people. Forced religion. Right. And uh, also, they break the, the treaties and. Yeah. And they, they had the residential schools that separate the children from the parents and so forth. A lot of stuff uh, we begin to understand. That's the reason why they love, they need love. Mm. And uh, they, 
our group is mainly Chinese and plus some non-Chinese, but because the Chinese, it's more neutral and they we can they can trust us. So mm. very interesting. It's just happened that we can minister to them. And yeah. uh, we even went to South Dakota and uh, have the prayer trip, prayer tour, and to visit our nine reservations and then pray for them last year. And uh, so afterwards, they had the breakthrough, a lot of breakthrough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even the later I heard that they reported that some of the uh, their local government corruption. corruption and so forth got exposed because in the past so long they have witchcraft. So it's hard to discover this. But after a prayer trip, then a lot, a lot of things got exposed. So very interesting. And uh, yes. And when they had a pandemic, they asked us to pray. And uh, and then we also saw, then they saw the results. So amazing. And we invest money. We invest, we choose some uh, good leaders that have the kingdom heart. And we invite them to go to meetings in Malaysia, in Taiwan, and in Japan for mm. the homecoming meeting. Uh, homecoming meeting is a, now is a, a movement that network with each other. It's already affecting 40 nations. And this is tremendous. And even in the, during the pandemic, we had the Zoom meeting and YouTube and, and broadcast and tens of thousands, over a hundred of thousands people online together. And wow. we are part of it. Yeah. So we just invite uh, the First Nation uh, to be part of it and so they can be healed. And so yes. that's the reason, that's the where we spend a lot of money and uh, we, we wrote a letter and people know and then they contribute some of the money to help the First Nation people. Yeah. I mean, it's a wonderful cause if you love people, right? Mm-hmm. Which, you know, hopefully you do. You can see yes, a need, yes. you know, mm-hmm. and, you know, our listeners can see a need, know that it needs to get fulfilled. What we love yeah. so much about the opportunity that we have to partner with organizations like yours is, you know, we, we can't go down into the pit, but we could be the rope holders at least a little bit. Right. Amen. You know, and we so. are even uh, on Zoom with them every week. Yeah. Twice a week. That's awesome. To support them and pray with them and to know them and so forth. So currently we are, okay, trying to, they used to have a training course called Warrior Circle, but, you know, it didn't, somehow didn't continue, but that we all realized that what they need the most right now is a very, uh, some kind of training and equipping to really help them to understand the, you know, a lot of biblical truth about mm. the foundation of how we are made, how God sees us, who we are in Him, you know, all that identity issues. And so some of them are pretty mature. So we are trying to, you know, uh, form a team of including Caucasians, including Chinese, whoever very experienced, to come together and say, let's provide some sort of training. And now we can use the Zoom course. 
uh, Zoom, or even though it's not as good as you know person, but still we need to think of ways to equip them. Yeah. And, it's like anything else in business or investing or, you know, you need training, you need mentorship, you need to be equipped to do what you're supposed to be doing very well. Even when I first accepted the Lord, I didn't know a lot of things, right? And as we grow and mature, we get training, we get mentorship. And, you know, it's wonderful that there's a lot of volunteers out there, but every organization has some financial need as well. So, you know, if you're listening to this and this is pulling on your heartstrings a little because you have a heart for, you know, the First Nations, uh, I'll connect you with Kingdom Alive. We'll put the information for them in the show notes here. And, you know, we'll set up a website and something that you can go and give. And then we're going to work with Fred and Malika to get some video and some pictures and just, you know, really be able to show you what's going on behind the scenes because there's a lot. It's a big movement. (laughs) A lot of good things are going on and we're really excited to be a part of it. So, you know, anything you want to leave us with before we head out? It is a joy to be out of darkness into the marvelous light. It's a joy to be uh, out of the orphan uh, spirit and become God's true sons and daughters. And uh, it's good that we are, we are in the world, but we are of the kingdom world. And so we can help the world. Yes. Amen. This is amazing. And uh, one pastor did the illustration that a lot of people are like, the cars on the highway driving on the church lane, but some shift to the church kingdom lane mm-hmm. and some even shift to the third lane. That's the kingdom church lane. And so with this kingdom heart, we can help the fourth lane. That is a breakdown lane. That's a shoulder lane. And so those, those who are disappointed with a lot of things, then we can help them and help them too go on and move. So that's a kingdom heart. Yes. <laughs> that's amazing. I love it. I love it. <laughs> I like to even have a just a part to play and it. it's really amazing. If you're listening to this and you have, you know, if you want to help the breakdown lane as well, or if you yourself find yourself in the breakdown lane and you <laughs> haven't figured out what it looks like to come into the marvelous light, reach out to us. We have a lot of resources that we can share with you and some testimonies that we can share with you just because we've all been through it, right? That orphan spirit that you speak of before we got to know the Lord, like many of us have the same type of testimony that we can give before and after. And it's, uh, it's incredible. If you haven't explored it yet, feel free. We're happy to have that conversation and, you know, show you some resources and things. Amen. It is all good news, and sometimes I think it gets lost in the quote-unquote religion in America especially, and uh, it's more than that. It's a lot about relationship and what God wants to do in your life and who he knows you to be and who he knows you to be created. So, well, listen, I know it's getting on 11 o'clock at night (laughs) where you guys are. I really appreciate your time. God bless you. Thank you so much for everything that you're doing, and we can't wait to see you again soon. Yeah. Thank you, Steve. That's why we want to 
partner with you <laughs> and invest. It's a yes. joy. Uh, yes. Because you have a kingdom heart. Amen. Yes. Yeah, we, we do. And it's fun to be a part of it, you know, and see what God's going to do next. So Thanks. wait on the next chapter, but we're excited okay. to partner with you guys and we'll talk to you soon. Okay. okay. All right. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the free from wall street podcast. If you like what you hear, leave us a rating and review and let us know what you think. <laughs>